Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. The anger that comes from the Durham report is not that we learned something we didn't already know, because those of us who've been paying attention already knew that everything regarding Crossfire Hurricane, this investigation from the FBI, wasn't on the up and up. We already knew that there were issues. We already knew that there was fraud and lying from the Clinton campaign. We already knew that there were actors like Peter Strzok and Lisa Page who were unethical. We already knew that Andrew McCabe was lying to the FBI. Why would anybody think he wasn't lying about anything else? No, what the John Durham report shows us is that there is a failure in our society to recognize the difference between right and wrong, that even if you don't like somebody, you don't get to engage in a way that is wholly Stalinist, wholly Beria, and not anything having to do with America. And the Durham report becomes angering when you realize, well, my gosh, nothing's going to happen to these people. Nothing at all. They could all walk away from it, giving some little harumph, being backed up by media allies. Dear Lord, what has happened to our media? And then go on to the next set of lies, which they also won't be held accountable for. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. Find everything at TonyKatz.com. This Durham report, you got to go over the legal, the political, the cultural. We're going to do all of that today. Congressman Jim Banks joins us right now of the Indiana 3rd District, also a candidate for Senate in the state of Indiana, former chairman of the Republican Study Committee. He is also the chairman of the Anti-Woke Caucus, and you have been very, very clear. This is your tweet, sir, as of yesterday or this morning. Russian collusion was always a scam. You read or at least have skimmed in great detail along with your staff uh, the Durham report. What did it tell you that was most shocking or surprising? Well, Tony, I don't know that the Durham report was shocking because it it confirmed what many of us already knew, as you already said. I mean, this this whole uh, house of cards, this Russian collusion hoax built upon a house of cards now now confirmed by the Durham report uh, to be a scam, a a scam on on the American people. It It purposely disrupted the first two years of the Trump administration's ability to act out, act upon its mandate by the American people who elected Donald Trump uh, to move a, a mandate, uh, an America first mandate forward. And instead, those first two years of his administration was caught up on and all of in defending himself uh, uh, based on all of the lies of of uh, the Russian collusion that was alleged during the 2016 campaign. The Durham report also tells us 
that the CIA director at the time in the Obama administration briefed Vice President Biden, briefed members of the of the Hillary Clinton campaign, and many others that all of this was was uh, was built upon lies too. So it, it it this should outrage everybody, anyone on the right, anyone on the left, as we recognize that the the, the deep rooted. Um, a pol- political nature of the FBI is something that's not going to go away. Uh, they, the, the intelligence officials that that uh, that uh, uh, were involved in, uh, in in pushing these lies, the, the lies that were used to get the FISA warrant by the FBI to spy on the Trump campaign in 2016, uh, the meddling by the intel officials in 2016 was uh, was matched in the 2020 election when they. They prevented true stories about Hunter Biden's laptop from being made uh, they, they being made public online and shared online, and and that uh, that true story that was diminished uh, that that now we know was true. And the, the thing about all this, Tony, I'll leave it at this: is that if we don't do something about this, uh, they're going to get away with it again in the 2024 election, and and, and that that's where House Republicans we have a five seat majority, we have a duty to go after the FBI and hold people accountable uh, who were involved in, in these issues in 2016, again in 2020. People should be going to jail uh, for what they got away with in both of those cases. If we don't hold people accountable, then then we're going to see these types of activities repeated again in the future. We can't allow that to happen. You put out on Twitter, Intel officials interfered in the 2016 election and the 2020 election, and they'll do it again in 2024 unless Republicans hold them accountable. Exactly what you're saying here. Talk to me about who gets held accountable and how. What is, I mean, to, to the extent that there's a Republican plan in less than 24 hours, but you got it. You, you knew this was coming. Yes, you say the Russian collusion was always a, a scam. What's the plan? Who to go after? How do you charge them? How does Congress hold these people accountable? So next week, Jim Jordan, the chairman of the Judiciary Committee, which has oversight of the Department of Justice, the FBI, is going to have Durham come and and testify before the whole committee. So stay stay tuned from that. But that doesn't answer your question. You're asking, what does accountability really look like? And and, in divided government, you have a you have a president and Joe Biden who, who's abused his power from, from day one in the White House, abused his power when he was the vice president. By, by the way, Hunter Biden never held accountable for anything. I mean, the guy, the, the guy is so corrupt. The Biden family is so corrupt and no one's ever held accountable. Um, so how do, we hold, how do we hold them accountable? With, with a Republican majority, we do have leverage when it comes to the appropriation season. The FBI right now is trying to move and build a a almost $4 billion uh, uh, price tag, maybe maybe it's more than that, to build a new FBI headquarters. Well, House Republicans should hold up funding for building new FBI headquarters. We also changed the rules at the beginning of the Congress so that we can zero out uh, the the salaries of executives within within different federal departments. So that's one way that we can hold specifically certain individuals accountable uh, by by, 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 taking... uh, sort of a, a, a line item type veto of their funding uh, for certain salaries. So that's one thing that we should be looking at as well. But I got to tell you, Tony, I mean, r- real accountability. Uh, when we look at the 2024 election, listen to how Republican candidates running for president talk about exactly this. The Durham report, uh, the politicization of the Department of Justice, the FBI, 
what are those kids? What, what is Donald Trump, Ron DeSantis, Mike Pence, if he runs, uh, Nikki Haley, Tim Scott, what are they going to do about this? That, that's the question that needs to be answered by all of these uh, candidates running for president on the Republican side. Because I, I think one of these candidates, we know Donald Trump is going to make this a focus in his campaign. But how are the rest of them going to deal with this? How are they going to uproot the, uh, the, the, the politicization of the, of the FBI, which, which is carried on from administration to administration, Republican administrations, Democrat administrations. What are they going to do about, well, do about it? Because that, that's, where, that's, where the, that's where the change is going to happen when we get a president who's serious about taking care the, of it. The, the do about it is what we're going to look at you to do now, regardless of uh, the, the election. I, I mean, you talk about not funding FBI headquarters and, and, and other things. That's a, that's a nice start, but it, it is not enough. As we look into what this Durham report has, let me show you this right here. This was actually posted by uh, Tom Bevan of Real Clear Politics, just to give credit where it's due. Our investigation determined that Crossfire Hurricane investigators did not and could not corroborate any of the substantive allegations contained in the Steele reporting, nor was Steele able to produce corroboration for any of the reported allegations, even after being offered a million dollars or more by the FBI for such corroboration. Further, when interviewed by the FBI in January of 2017, Danchenko was also unable to corroborate any of the substantive allegations in the reports. Rather, Danchenko characterized the information he provided to Steele as, quote, rumor and speculation, unquote, and the product of casual conversation. You give me one reason, sir, one reason alone why any American should ever trust the FBI again. Yeah, I... I, I I, I can't. Be, and this is what I'm saying. We have to completely uproot uh, the, the political cancer within the DOJ and the FBI. Congress, uh, the House of Representatives, we, with the Republican majority, Tony, we can hold certain people uh, in contempt of Congress or hold them accountable. But the Biden DOJ is not going to go arrest them for it. It's not that that's the whole point. So this is this is a bigger issue that I, 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 I mean, like I said before, I hope it I hope it foreshadows the 2024 presidential election, but, but, but you're asking the important question, what are we going to do about it right now to make sure it doesn't happen in the 2024 election? And I think it, when it comes to Congress, we have the ability to fund or defund certain departments and the, the salaries of certain executives or, or officers within those departments. And then we can, we can hold hearings like what Jim Jordan, who has the, the primary uh, oversight role of the DOJ and the FBI. Next week, he's going to hold the hearing with Durham to, to come and present the findings and the facts of the report. And then I, I hope that as an act of Congress, I hope that the House of Representatives puts charges on the floor and votes to hold certain people in contempt. And the, and the whole reason why is I, th this was my first term in Congress. I, I go back to those first two years, 2017, 2018, uh, the, the first half of the Trump administration and so much of what the president was trying to, to do that he promised the American people who voted for him that he would do was disrupted because all of the attention was placed on the Russian collusion hoax. Instead, there has to be accountability for that because well, it has serious consequences. Let's continue the conversation about accountability, sir. Talking to Congressman Jim Banks of the Indiana 3rd District. He heads up the anti-woke caucus in the House. He's a candidate for Senate in the state of Indiana. Your tweets, your Twitter feed uh, right here. Let me share this with you. It shows a picture of Adam Schiff 
speaking to Alison Camarota on CNN, where Schiff said evidence of collusion is clear, and you responded with zero credibility. Is it the plan of the United States House of Representatives with Speaker Kevin McCarthy and the Republicans in charge to hold Adam Schiff accountable and accuse him not only of what we know he lied, but to take away from him his committee for doing so? Yeah, I, I, I hope so. I can't speak on behalf of Jim Jordan, the chairman well, of ask him to do it. the Judiciary Committee. Yeah, Yes, I mean, I, I, I'll go beg him to do it. I don't think I'll have to beg him because I think that's what he supports as well, or, or the speaker. So Adam Schiff should be held accountable for, for that. He's already been removed because of his lies uh, from the House Intelligence Committee, where he was the chairman for the last four years. He's been stripped and removed from that committee by Speaker McCarthy, and that was a good first step. But you're, you're touching upon something I think is, is very important. The whole, con- the whole House should act out upon uh, the, his abuse of power, the lies that he told during that period of time and, and hold him accountable for it. Um, uh, shame him in front of his constituents, his district before the American people for the lies that he pushed and, and told that had serious consequences on the ability of the Congress, the whole Congress to do their job and act out on an agenda that, um, that, he, that he was a part of derailing by peddling in these lies. You know, when we talk about these things, sir, and I've had the pleasure of speaking with you on air and off air now for a few years, both of us being in, in, in Indiana, uh, I never get uh, the, the feeling that you're about talking and not doing on, on these subjects. But we see Congress talk and not do. In the end result, we, the, the concept of collusion came from Barack Obama, Joe Biden, Hillary Clinton, Loretta Lynch, James Comey, Andrew McCabe, Peter Strzok, and more. This was known. We talk about the fact that it was uh, John Brennan, who I consider to be an awful person, sir, based on his politics and based on his history. He briefed President Obama and the rest of that gang on what Hillary Clinton was doing. And yet it still happened. It still went forward. So when we talk about Congress having to do something, there's there's a, a belief that nothing ever gets done. No one ever goes to jail. If, if I did this, I'm in jail for the rest of my life. They do this. It's no big deal. Never mind what we're going to be doing with Congress to rectify these wrongs. What is the Republican Party willing to do politically, socially, culturally? to get people to say, holy crap, what just happened here? And exactly how ugly is this connection between the progressive left and the mainstream media, which pushed this lie along? Yeah, Tony, this is, you're asking the most important question. And my my answer is you got to look at what what can Congress do and what can't it do? Congress, as as a member of Congress, one of 435 members of Congress, I can't put you in jail. I can't arrest you. That is the that that is the responsibility of the executive branch of the government. What we can do is fund and defund. And in this case, I think there is a a serious role for Congress here to use funding and appropriations to hold the FBI accountable. That is one way to to provide accountability and and oversight. Uh, continue to hold these hearings. This Durham report only came to light was only released yesterday. I would argue that's about uh, two years uh, uh, too late, too little too late by the Durham investigation, the Durham report, but it does provide some serious findings and conclusions 
that we have a moral obligation to act upon. So we can also hold certain people in contempt of Congress. But when you do that, uh, the Biden Department of Justice is who decides to press charges. And that, that's not going to happen. I mean, this is a this is a corrupt administration. Lost uh, the congressman for just a moment. We will try and get him back. Uh, there was something else uh, that, that came into being. And, Congressman, uh, I'm glad you're back. Sorry we had that little hiccup right there. Let me share this with you. This took place on, um, on MSNBC. This is Joe Scarborough's show, where Joe Scarborough was quoting something that came from a report from Senator Marco Rubio a few years ago regarding some level of collusion. And listen to how he characterizes the the uh, Durham report. Listen here. Receptivity to Russian outreach as a, quote, grave counterintelligence threat that made the campaign susceptible to, quote, malign Russian influence. This was Marco Rubio and other members of the Republican Senate committee, the Intel committee, saying this. Uh, and yet the conclusions that are drawn here, again, it really seemed to, it's just seems to be a complete dud. Once again, another dud by John Durham. A dud. He called it a dud. <laughs> what would you say to Joe Scarborough? Yeah, uh, I'm not sure that his listeners are even buying that the Durham report is a dud. Obviously, this is conclusive evidence that the FBI abused its power. And if Joe Scarborough or Joe Biden or anyone on the left wants to ignore that and dismiss it, I, what I can guarantee to you today, Tony, is that Republicans aren't going to dismiss it. We're not, it's not going to go away. We, we are going to continue to press the issue and do everything that we can to uproot this type of abuse and politicization within, within the Department of Justice that should not exist. And that, that's going to play out in different ways. Like I said, funding, defunding, holding certain people in contempt of Congress, continuing to provide oversight hearings. John Durham testifying before Jim Jordan's committee next week will be very important. And the outcome of that, I don't, I don't sit on that committee. I'm not a member of the Judiciary Committee. But the Judiciary Committee has a big role and a responsibility here to push forward charges and, and, uh, and uh, uh, other, uh, other means of accountability. Uh, stay tuned for what that looks, looks like. I can't answer the question of what it will look like because I'm not on the committee. I'm not chairman jim jordan but i know that he takes it very seriously congressman jim banks joining us i appreciate you taking the time sir from the indiana third district and you better believe i'm gonna hold every member of congress to account you better better believe it keep it here i'm tony katz